Hey all you nerds out there in Nerdland, this is David. And this is Tim. And we're from Johnny Has the Keys podcast, a podcast where horror and sci-fi shape our lives. You're listening to Josh and Tyler of the 30 and Nerdy podcast, where they discuss, debate, and break it down with nerd culture and the nerds that reside there. If you like listening to these guys, consider coming over to the dark side with us on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Cheers to you, nerds, and don't forget your keys. Welcome to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast, brought to you by Advertising Expressions, Creative Theater, Akita Express, and Encore Theatrical Company. Visit us online at 30andnerdypodcast.com. Drop us an email at 30andnerdypod at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Become a patron of the show at patreon.com forward slash 30nerdypodcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the show. And now, sit back, relax, and get ready to nerd out with your hosts, Josh Davis and Tyler McDaniel. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? This is the podcast where everyone knows your name. Cheers, Cheers to you. I'm Josh. And I'm Tyler. And this is 30 and Nerdy. And we are coming at you from the fortress of nerditude with yours truly, the registered nerd practitioner, the founder of Nerdledge, the nerd Polian Bronaparte of Morristown, the Mac. And joined by my co-host here, the juicy one, the nerdtorious JLD, the PhD of nerdology, Dr. Davis himself. That's right. And we have a guest. A very special guest. A very special guest. What was it you called her? This is Tenacious Tara. Tenacious Tara. Why Tenacious, you ask? Because she holds on to her fandom yes. very tightly, very closely. It's very dear to her. Yes, and I've never met anyone with a Pops collection that rivals yours. It does rival mine. Yes. Uh, we have our friend Tara here. She is a, a student at SCAD, right? Yeah. And what are you majoring in? Uh, film and television post-production. So, as you can see, she's the perfect guest yes. to have here on the show. <laughs> she is. She also is a theater nerd. That's mm-hmm. how we know yeah. her. I've yes. had the uh, pleasure of being her director of handful of times yeah we share the stage with her we have mm-hmm. yes yes and another interesting tidbit about tara tara how many times did you see endgame in the theaters um 11 11 I times i think 11 times. i think so so yeah. what, what, led you, what led you to see it 11 times um so i watched it when it first premiered it was amazing and i was like okay i gotta go see it again mm-hmm. and then I saw it again. I was like, okay, got to go again. I mean, I have free time. We got to go. <laughs> so we, got, we asked you off the air, but did you notice something different like every time that you saw it? Um, Yeah, there were a bunch of things that are like 
you catch on to. So mm-hmm. the second or third time I noticed that Rocket and Nebula hold hands at the very first of the, of the movie. So that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then um, the seventh or eighth time, my sister and I noticed that when the Hulk hands two tacos to Scott, the camera cuts to Scott and he's only holding one taco. <laughs> oh, no. That sounds like a... They missed a detail? A detail. Yeah. I have not noticed that yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pretend like I don't know about it. <laughs> so we're, we're very uh, happy to have Terry here today. Mm-hmm. She's going to join us uh, for a fun little discussion. Yeah. Several fun discussions, really. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to be talking today about who wore it better. Yes. DC yeah. or Marvel. And since you said DC first, there. I did. I'm very proud of you. Ooh. I'm trying to be biased. <laughs> We're going to try to put our our biased opinions aside, yes. and if need be, Tara can be the mediator, the, the mediator, the tiebreaker yeah. here. Yeah. So, so actually, she has a you. You have you have a boyfriend who I do. Tell us what he does. Um, he interns for Marvel over the summer. That's so he, he lives in New Jersey. So in the summer, he goes to New York and interns. So it's really cool. And you got to meet some people. I You texted did. me the other day and told me a fun story. Um, so we, the Savannah Film Festival, it's SCAD-based, and it has, like, a whole bunch of celebrities. And I actually got to meet some of the costume designers for Marvel, and it was really, really cool. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, they talked about, like, how to differentiate, uh, whatever, <laughs> um, from CGI costumes to, like, Regular costumes, yeah. Like, who gets what costume? It was really interesting. I don't want to get my hopes up too much here, but I just noticed that your your T-shirt you have on says Marvel Comics. It does. So, I feel good about uh, my chances if we get to any sort of debate today. (laughs) I must say, Marvel is my number one. Hey, put it there. I must say. All right. I must say. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll get to that. (laughs) On a high note. Uh, so, if you're listening for the first time, uh, you can catch us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you cast your pod. And uh, we hope that you go to podchaser.com and give us a rating. Uh, you can rate the show as well as individual episodes. Uh, we hope that you will uh, go ahead and hit that. That's right. How Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know, that is Josh's beautiful, sweet daughter, Emma. And if she thinks you should give us five stars, you definitely should. Can't argue with her. You can. <laughs> if you are tuning in again with us, thank you for joining us, and uh, welcome back to the show. Um, so, uh, what's up, Doc? Well, you know, not not a lot, except we've kind of had a busy day today. Yes. We spent yes. some time over at uh, Beeler's Day Off podcast. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a guy uh, local here mm-hmm. in Morristown. He's actually a truck driver by day, but he has a podcast that he records on the weekends. We got to go to his uh, house, and he's got a really nice little setup there. We sat down at, at uh, his little recording studio, studio uh, <laughs> and he basically just has on guests who he feels like have a story, have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And we talked really for about a, a good hour and a half or yep. so. So he said uh, that'll probably be... By the time you hear this, this will already have dropped. Up so. On his. so check out Beeler's Day Off podcast. And he is also on iTunes, Google Play, and all those other podcast platforms. That's right. Uh, he was a nice guy. Very nice. Very nice. So uh, last week, we uh, discussed the film Joker. 
Joker breaking all the records. Just broke another one. First R-rated film to cross the one billion dollar mark, and we kind of predicted that because oh, yeah. it was pretty close yeah. last week. Yeah, absolutely, uh, rightfully so. Well deserved. Well, well deserved. Um, How many times have you seen this one, Tara? Twice. Us uh, two. two. Jinx. Mm. So uh, <laughs> no, but uh, it's it deserves all the accolades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you haven't seen Joker, go see Joker. And uh, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Uh, after you've seen it, go check out last week's episode. Yeah. So, we also have a contest still going on, and you have one week left. Uh, we have got December is coming up, and it's going to be Star Wars month here at the show. And even though our second, third, and fourth week of December episodes are claimed by the newer versions of Star Wars, we did not know that Mandalorian was going to be episodically and only drop weekly. So our original opening episode of December was The Mandalorian. However, we cannot do that yet. So we're lo- looking to you all to give us a pretty general Star Wars-themed topic. Yeah, we need some broad topics, not not anything too specific. This mm-hmm. needs to be something for an entire discussion yes. for the second half of our show. So we've had several... Really good suggestion so far, uh, but you've got a few more days to uh, send in your suggestions, mm-hmm. and if we choose your topic, yep. we might uh, be able to work something out where we give you a call or you come you come to the show, sit down with us, whatever. If you want to, you might not yeah. want to. <laughs> Tara, what would you what would you want to hear? What would you want um, to talk about? I'd Star want to Wars hear based rating Star Wars movies from best to worst. Ooh, well, we could probably do that anyway. Yeah, all right. Yeah. We okay. need to add that. Well, write that add down that to the list. <laughs> Okay. Because that would be hard for me to rate the prequels, like trying to decipher where where Last Jedi fits with the prequels. Yeah. Our mutual friend Peyton will be joining us uh, yes. a couple of times oh, yeah. throughout yes. the month. So um, I've never met anyone with Star Wars knowledge like Peyton. No, nobody. Peyton's insane. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like when we were doing the episode with him and he was taking us through his house, I was yeah. like... He's got the D-list characters that literally nobody should know their name. He's got A through Z, man. He's got anything that has ever even been remotely related to Star Wars. He knows it. He's got it. He's been there. He's done it. Does he show you the shower, the Star Wars shower? Yes. He showed us everything. He showed us everything. It's fantastic. Like We were uh, were kind of humbled that day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, so... Like I said, check those episodes out. Uh, drop your suggestions for Star Wars episodes. This week, however, we are, like we said earlier, playing Who Wore It Better? And uh, we're going to pick ten very similar characters between the DC and Marvel Universe and kind of play Who Wore It Better. We will talk a little bit about each character, and we will kind of give our opinions on it. Yeah. And uh, if need be, Tara will mediate yeah. and be the, the deciding vote. I think it could probably happen. Yeah, I mean we're, we're we're fairly biased. We we are <laughs> possibly, but I also think that we'd be surprised at some that we might agree with. Yeah, that too. Absolutely, yeah. and we will get to all that after a word from our sponsor. All right. Just in time for the holidays, it's Lionel Bart's award-winning Dickens musical masterpiece, Oliver. The streets of Victorian England come to life with some of the most memorable characters and songs ever to hit the stage. Oliver is a co-production of Encore Theatrical Company and Walter State Community College Department of Music and Theatre. Oliver is proudly presented by K. Tom Restaurant Supply Incorporated, MUS Fibernet, Sykes, Lakeway Dermatology Associates, 
Car Chevrolet and Hyundai, Errands, Hampton Inn and Suites, Ashley Lodge Photography, Freddy Cat Productions, The Citizen Tribune, and WJDT and WBGQ. Oliver runs November 29th through December 8th at the Walter State Inman Humanities Complex Theatre and is presented through special arrangement with Music Theatre International. Tickets are on sale now at etcplays.org or by calling 423-318-8331. All right, time to talk nerdy to you. So last week we talked about the Duke of Nerds, and that is your level five of the nerdarchy, or order of nerds. This week your level six would be the Nerd King. Now, Joshua, do you know a Nerd King? Well, I know myself. <laughs> um, king Nerd. King Nerd. <laughs> I'll hail the king. Uh, it's good to be the king. Always. <laughs> so a King Nerd knows more than a Duke. But it's still only level six. They have not quite reached that top echelon yet. Uh, I do know someone that I would consider Nerd King. Uh, and you also know him. His name is Alex. He is Kelly's son, Kelly Ward's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, his knowledge in many nerddoms, as well as deep, deep nerd on the Green Lantern Corps, I know too of the Green Lanterns, but he knows, like, the ins and outs of the entire core, their history, each one in and out, their girlfriends, their dog walkers. It's ridiculous. Um, it takes a lot of time to to acquire the level of king. So that is your nerd word, king or nerd king, king of nerd, queen of nerds. Mm. You could have the queen of nerds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so next week we will be at our final level of the nerdarchy. And boy, is it a doozy. And if you think that you're higher than the king, you're wrong. Yeah, there's only like two or three of those that exist. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so. To learn about them, you'll have to tune in next, next week. week. And that is your nerd word for the week. Why don't we get to your favorite segment? Let's do it. What you watching? So, I guess I'll start. Okay. <laughs> this week. There's not been a lot going on in the entertainment world. I've been watching, you know, like old reruns of The Office, and I've oh. been watching. Uh, Josh, it sounds like that you didn't subscribe to Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Did that happen this week? That was this week. I had heard nothing about that. <laughs> you, my friend, are living under a rock. I jest. Of course, of course, I've got Disney Plus. Are you crazy? Everybody has Disney Plus. In fact. More than 10 million people have subscribed to Disney Plus, and I have it on good authority that the uh, the the powers that be at Disney they had not projected to reach that number for a year, and they did it in one day. Jeez, that's so. wild. What cra- there were there were about 30 to 40 minutes where it didn't crash, the yeah. internet didn't break, but there were some very close glitchy. Uh, moments yeah. and it was it was a little touch and go in the early hours <laughs> and i gotta tell you go. i was a little frustrated because you would expect something like that with something as huge as this Absolutely. but i remember five or six years ago when the wwe network launched they had a few little glitches but nothing that prevented you from like watching right. i could still watch stuff oh yeah i couldn't for about two hours i couldn't get anything to work yeah. And I was like, you know, Disney's better than this. They surely were prepared for this, but clearly they weren't prepared they for weren't ten million prepared in a day. For, yeah. So 
Unreal. That's so l- let's let's talk about it. Let's Round table here. Let's yes. Tara, your yes. initial thoughts on Disney Plus. I was really excited about it because my generation grew up with like you know Zach and Cody, Kim mm-hmm. Possible, all those old Disney Channel movies are all on there. So um, it dropped while I was in class. So I used my mom's credit card that was supposed to use for emergencies. <laughs> this is an emergency. <laughs> is an if emergency. this doesn't constitute as an emergency, mom, nothing does. <laughs> And um, I bought it while I was in class. Smart. And we weren't doing anything, so it was fine. Um, and we watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit as a class on my, on my laptop. I love that. Because that was the only movie that would work. Like, we'd try to watch mm. anything else, and it wouldn't work. But Who Framed Roger Rabbit was, like, my godsend. Like, it worked. <laughs> Please, Eddie. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. What's the first thing you watched, J.D.? Well... <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing I was planning to watch was The Mandalorian. Uh, but, you know, you have children. Said, you have a it child. It didn't quite work. So I'm sitting there going, oh, I can't get anything to work. My wife, the queen herself, she uh, she picks up the remote. She goes to Frozen, and it works right away. So the first thing we watched was, like, the first few minutes of Frozen. Because she's trying really hard to get Emma into Frozen. Well, I try. Don't force her. Well, it. every time Emma sees on her Elsa, she goes, Moana! <laughs> And we're like, no, well, no Moana's not, better in my quite. eyes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I think Moana's better. Huh? First thing I watched yeah. was Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to. Um, that opening night of Disney Plus, I went to bed to Darkwing Duck. 90s Tyler. Little, little 9, 10 year old Tyler. Little nerdling Tyler. Little nerdling Tyler was, was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in the past timeline. Ten-year-old Tyler went. Something somewhere is just right in the world. <laughs> like at one point, Earth One and Earth Two met. It was a slight, <laughs> it was a disturbance, slight in the disturbance, and they went. And all of a sudden, for some reason, ten-year-old Tyler was like, "I'm happy." All of a sudden, for some reason, I'm oddly comforted. <laughs> yeah, like I just feel really happy right now. Like I'm good. Uh, and then, of course, when you came to the house this morning, I was watching Dar- uh, Gargoyles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Watched Mandalorian Chapter One. Mm-hmm. Um, Took a look at some of the cla- like, and when I'm talking about classics, I mean like Steamboat Willie's on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. we watched that too, and I had no idea that Mickey Mouse was so abusive to animals back in the early days. Yeah, did you did you know about this? Yeah, it was all about the Hays Code. We talked about that in film classes yeah. last quarter. Yeah, it was all Hays Code. Elaborate, elaborate. So um, Hays Code was like the Hollywood standards when mm-hmm. Hollywood became a thing, where like you couldn't show a certain amount of things in movies and tv shows but then like the Hayes code was passed and you could show whatever you wanted the first thing disney decided to do was show things that were common in those days like drinking smoking and there wasn't any animal laws so it was common pete had a cigar a lot yeah back in the day Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. yeah but i was very surprised at my friend the mouse uh i had not seen the entirety of steamboat willie before actually yeah, really? I had only seen like you know the iconic you the know, whistling, whistling, and the wheel yeah. and everything. I never oh. taken the time to watch beyond the boat scene. But then he like goes into a barn and plays songs on animals and stuff. There is actually really you have mm-hmm. not gotten this far into this game in Kingdom Hearts Two. Mm-hmm. You go through a world door and you're back in the day. Oh, that's with true. Steamboat Willie yeah. and old. Pete and the boat and black and white. It's really cool. I can't beat Ursula in Kingdom Hearts 1. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get there. 
just have to look up YouTube videos. Yeah. So uh, I've found a lot of surprises on Disney+. Mm-hmm. Plus, and I find sometimes that I just sit there and scroll through all the options. Very like, overwhelming. For, yeah, it's just yeah. everything that you could ever possibly imagine. But I found a few things that really surprised me. Dr. Doolittle is on there. Mm-hmm. Ten Things I Hate About You. Never Been mm-hmm. Kissed. Willow yeah. is on there. Out of the Box. Do you remember Out of the Box? Yeah. Out of the Box. I was super pumped about yeah. that because I'm probably going to try to get Emma into that. <laughs> uh, hey, Emma loves music and yeah, stuff, yeah, so yeah, I think I know. she'll, you know, we'll see. Um, and they have, like, collections. If you go to the search bar, mm-hmm. they have, like, the Spider-Man collection, the Star Wars collection, the Darth Vader collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney Through the Decades. Yeah, yeah Marvel there. Animation. Marvel mm-hmm. Animation, um, which I actually, before uh, I moved back, to Morristown from Pigeon Forge, Netflix had happened to have the old Avengers Assemble cartoon yeah. on it. And now that's on Disney+. And uh, some of those voices are who's doing the voice of the video game that's coming out, wow. the Avengers video game, some of those original animated voices. Oh, okay. So it's cool. You should go check it out. That series was pretty good. Do you have any complaints or any critiques so far? Because believe it or not, I do. Um, I do. Um, what? Um, when there's sequels to stuff like a goofy movie and extremely goofy movie, they're not together when you go look when you look through all of it. Mm-hmm. So, or like Mighty Ducks, the Mighty first Ducks one. Two. D two is shown before. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you click on it though, and you go to like suggested, it yeah, it shows it. But, but I agree, it's yeah. hard to find stuff. Yeah. And without typing it in completely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sort of my complaint too, and it's like you know the good thing about Netflix is if you watch something, it's on. Hey, continue watching. Yeah. It shows you where you were mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. On this, there is no over. section for that. Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily that you have to start over because it did start me where I left off, but I had to go back and search through all yeah, the you content had to, find it. to find it rather than it being right there. Like here's where you left off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And I've. To be honest, I've started and stopped a lot. I've watched more TV in the past three or four days than I haven't. Yeah. I can tell oh, yeah, you. I'd agree. I mean, um, mostly my entertainment, uh, if I have dead time or at night, has been uh, either working on podcast stuff or uh, Hulu Letterkenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've watched more probably differentiation of things, <laughs> a bigger genre, a wider genre of stuff. In the past two days, mm. like I'll go from Darkwing Duck to Captain Marvel, from Captain Marvel to something Star I did Wars. Captain Marvel I mean, too. yeah. Um, so. I tried to check out. They did you hear that they had had some sort of change that they put with the Han Solo Greedo scene in A New Hope? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I went back and looked they for it. More. I didn't even notice it. Yeah, I never. I probably never would have noticed it if I hadn't heard so much. Someone about Someone didn't see it. Someone did not see that. That is someone being told. I guarantee, because I don't think you could watch that. No matter what level of nerd you are, you could not watch that and go, oh, they added bigger yeah, sparks. Yeah, Greedo added like a half of a second yeah. word or something. Yeah. I don't really see the point in doing that, but it didn't bother me. It's kind of like, we follow this, the podcast follows this YouTube channel called, um, uh, it's, it's some Marvel Marvelous Wave, and they're constantly posting stuff like, how how long ago did Endgame come out? April Not even a year ago. April twenty seventh. April, April twenty seventh. They're still posting things about the directors finally explained this. Yeah. You know, it's, an, it's a whole video about well, you know, uh, 
it'd be about maybe Gamora saying one line, and it'd be like, the directors finally explained why Gamora said this. And I'm like, okay, we don't need that. No. We saw the movie. Well, it's kind of like we talk about with Harry Potter. You gave it to us. It's mine now. It's mine now. Yeah. Stop trying to explain stuff to people who didn't get it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Movie's over. Or don't change it. If or don't it change the narrative. There's yeah. a, if, exactly. So, um, I, I would have to agree. The only complaint I can make about Disney Plus is it seems very scattered. Yeah. Yeah. Scattered. But I think with time... It'll, It'll... They'll be like, okay, let's the, work yeah. on this now. There's also not a, here's what we've just added, which, yeah. granted, they've only been up for two or three days now. Yeah. But, yeah. like, they added an episode of The Mandalorian on Friday, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I knew about it, I, so I went to look for it, but it wasn't, like, on the front home page. Yeah. You know, like, hey, we just yeah. added this. Um, I would... Their trending now section, I don't know if I believe. No. Because <laughs> some of the movies popped up said, no, I highly doubt that. Like, yeah. I guarantee you more old stuff is trending before yeah. things like Tangled is yeah. trending, apparently. Yeah, I think you'd I was be like, surprised. Out of 10 million people. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, and most people that, that bought it were kids, like people with kids. Yeah. I saw that the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was trending, mm-hmm. which I believe. Um, Lots of uh, people with I their kids. really love the Jeff Goldblum show. I haven't tried it I've yet. watched three episodes, and I love it. There's three of them out already? Two, sorry. Two. Two. Okay. It's a snicker one and a sneaker. Sneaker Sneakers. and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> sneaker and ice cream. He's like... I don't know the eccentric uncle you take around Dollywood or something. And he's like, well, uh, uh, Tara, did you know that? Like, he's got all these facts. And <laughs> yeah. just it's just, it's literally what you think Jeff Goldblum is in real life. Just experiencing life. <laughs> like, he, uh, he was outside the Adidas store about to talk to some shoe uh, scientists. And he's like, ah, 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 we are at uh, Adidas. Adidas. Or as normal people call it. Adidas, and I was like, I love this man. Like he's ahead of the joke. He's ahead of the curve because I swear to God, he's been a character his entire life, and he's still playing it. Um, you should check it out, though. I plan to. I'm um, really excited about mm-hmm. all of the National Geographic stuff. I love documentaries and stuff, so oh, I'm going to yes, check yes. that out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's just briefly talk about the Mandalorian, and there's a yeah. reason why I said briefly. We'll get to that. Yeah, we don't want to spoil anything. Um, but there's two episodes out already. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Out of the three of us, I'm the only one that's fully caught up. Yeah, I've only um, seen one. I have seen one. Yeah, I've, one. I've you know read online. There has been mixed reactions to mm-hmm. it. The biggest complaint so far is that the episodes are short. Yeah, so, you know it's like thirty minutes. We want we want longer episodes. You want a movie? Um, it's only been, a it's all, but it's only been two. We don't know that the next one won't be an hour or however long. Well, I mean, yes. Know. What yeah. season seven of Game of Thrones started doing random time increases sometimes. and decreases, and with the streaming service, you're not bound to any time length. You nope. can do however long you want. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. You know, maybe they'll be longer, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm happy either way. I enjoyed it. It caught yeah. me pretty quick. Yeah. Like early on, I was like, hmm. It's I'm like, not- makes me think of like the Wild West. But yes. Yeah. Science fiction, you know. It's Desperado. The, mm-hmm. the, the mysterious gunslinger yeah. enters the mm-hmm. saloon. Yeah, and it's it's really the Empire just fell. And it's five not like. Five years prior to this. Five years prior to this. And the Jedi are not really rulers. And there's, at this point, what, one Jedi left. He hasn't started mm-hmm. his Luke training is yet. Luke's working on. Luke's working on things. So it's really a lawless galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. It literally is the wild, wild universe. Yeah. West, yeah. Western universe, 
Something like that. Western part of the galaxy. Yeah, Western galaxy. Yeah. Here's another reason why we wanted to be brief about Mandalorian. We are going to try something new and fresh and fun around here. We are going to start having Mandalorian Mondays. We're going to mm-hmm. do some mini episodes, mini uh, mini sodes on the Mandalorian. Uh, going to review each episode mm-hmm. uh, every week mm-hmm. and drop a little uh, 15, 20 minute or so yeah. discussion about it. And uh, you can look for that the first couple the times. First two. Here's what we'll do. We'll do the first two. Since they dropped in the same week, mm-hmm. we'll do the first two for everyone to hear. Yeah. But then three through eight, I think there's going to be eight chapters. That sounds right. We'll do for Patreon. Yeah. You will not be able to hear the other episodes unless you become a, a Patreon, Patreon supporter. supporter. Yeah. So everybody get on that right away. And that's uh, as low as a, like a cup of coffee a month. Hey. You can become a Patreon yeah. subscriber. That's a deal. It is a deal. Because there are a lot of people who go to Starbucks two or three times a week. Yeah. So I wonder though where they get that money. <laughs> so tune in to get your Star Wars fix from the the, the Dukes, the Kings here. Yes, whichever yes. we are, we haven't decided. We'll decide. I think it's I think it's genre bent. Some things were kings. Some things we might be recruits. I mean, well, I don't know a lot about anime. Oh, anime. You can't confirm. No. Can't yeah, confirm not at all. Uh, <laughs> talk to me about Dragon Ball Z, sure. But the minute you say Ghost in a Shell, I'm like, what's that? What is that? <laughs> there's a there's a ghost haunting a seashell. What is? Oh so, yes. yes, nerd peasants. Nerd peasants. Why didn't we think of that? Maybe I'm Tara start, should Tara do should nerd words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna text Tara every day and go. I need a word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I think it's time that we get to the news. All right, it's time for the news. Big news out of DC. For once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't start. Titans has been renewed for season three. Yay! How far have you? Uh, well, I've been a bit busy with Disney Plus, so uh, I've only finished four episodes of Titans. That's fine. But I do still enjoy it thoroughly, yeah. very, very, very much. I enjoy it. I know. Um, I love Robin. And Raven and all of them. The whole yeah. crew. Yeah. yeah. I was a little worried how they were going to do Beast Boy, but they've been pretty good with him. Mm-hmm. I like Gar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, so I just finished like the Doom Squad. Oh, the crossover? They were in the dude's house and there yeah. was the robot looking. Brendan Fraser. Really? That's Brendan wow. Fraser. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> he made his return to entertainment and it was via Doom Squad. <laughs> He's wow. the voice to the robot guy. <laughs> and actually that's him in the, the body of it. He's actually... Pretty hefty gentleman now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, DC has confirmed that Black Adam will uh, hit, will theaters. hit theaters in December of 2021. It's a long way away. Yeah. yeah. It really is. Um, but also, 2021 is Spider Verse two. Fire, fire. Is that 21 or 22? I think 22. it's 22. That's yeah. 22. Because remember I said by the time that comes out, Emma will be ready to watch it. She yeah. could go with me. Yep. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited that. about that. Um, so, uh, with Disney Plus dropping, one of the biggest trends going on is Gargoyles, which has prompted the creator of Gargoyles to start hitting the Twitterverse saying, hey, uh, keep it coming and that might spawn us bringing Gargoyles back. I would like to see a movie. A very terrifying... Oh, that'd be cool. Gargoyles movie. I think it'd be cool. 
moving on. A little wrestling news. CM Punk, the day that we thought would never come, came. CM Punk has returned to WWE programming. Yeah. Um, in a way. In a way. Through Fox. So his contract is not through the WWE. It is through Fox. Yes. Uh, so at this time, he will not be, unless there's something we don't know about, making an in-ring return. No. At least not for the WWE. Uh, I'm not a super huge fan of CM Punk. Uh, don't want to get into that too much. But, you know, uh, if if this is what he's going to do, great. And I'm glad that some people will have their CM Punk, Punk uh, fix for a while. But don't you feel like... This sort of cheapens it, it a does. little bit because I feel like if he's in, if he's involved now, this is going to open up the door one day for Everyone's him to go, go back, back to the one ring. more match, blah blah blah. And I just feel like it takes takes so much away from now. If you had heard that that entrance song drop too, there it is. Right. So exactly. like, if you heard that hit at like like out of nowhere at Royal Rumble, like number ten, yeah. number twelve, something like that. That pop would be game changing. That would be probably the biggest reaction in the history of professional wrestling. I, I mean, since in my probably since Edge returning. But that. Well, I think, but the bigger. Hardy Boys coming back oh, at WrestleMania was even was bigger, and we were there for that. That was that was um, absolutely. I think this was, and I think that just proves that WWE is definitely not involved, because they would have probably looked at it as, how can we sell this pop? This is definitely Fox saying, I just bring him at, bring him in at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell Fox is involved. Uh, AEW pay-per-view. Did you see it? No. You watch, I watched some highlights. It was amazing. Yeah. Pretty good. Solid Heard stuff. it was really a long show. It was very long. Not as long as that WrestleMania was. Oh, but uh, it's good stuff. Good product. Uh, a lot going on. A lot to choose from in the wrestling world. Um, moving on. With the Stream Wars upon us, Stream Wars 2, Revenge of the Binge, which is next week, mm-hmm. yes, uh, and the impending doom that uh, D-Plus has set on Netflix, Netflix has entered a deal with Nickelodeon to produce original movies and television together. This will start with a SpongeBob spinoff about Squidward. Good move. Wow. Because yeah. the older you get, the more you... Identify with Squidward. Identify with Squidward. <laughs> I identified with Squidward from the start. So Even as a kid, you're uh, like, yeah. I like that guy with all the legs. Yeah, he knows. He knows a bit about. He knows life. a bit about life. Um, I think this is a smart move. I think that they're going to have to do something like this to battle what they're going to be losing. I in. wonder how many subscribers Netflix lost because I know just personally, like on my own social media, I saw a lot of people saying, yeah. "Bye bye Netflix." Yeah. Rest in peace, my Netflix account. Well, I mean, what are they going to do when season four of Stranger Things comes out? I don't know. Resubscribe. Use someone else's Netflix Use account. Someone. Do that too. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's something I wanted to talk about when we introduced Tara. Tara, one of the biggest fangirls I know, Stranger Things season three dropped this past summer. This girl started as soon as it was available, out at midnight. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. 3 a.m., folks, and watched the entire show in that one night. What? Yeah, one sitting. We only took two breaks. That was to pee and come back. That was it. You didn't, like, fall asleep nope. or get tired? No. I mean, I'm dedicated to it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You know, She's tenacious. Yeah. She is very <laughs> tenacious. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, tenacious Tara. I'm telling you, uh, what did you think uh, 
of the ending. Who's the American? I mean, everyone thinks it's Hopper. I have my doubts. What if it's Papa? What if it's Papa? I I have my doubts. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Not, you think? What if it's Papa in the prison, but Hopper's still in the Upside Down? I they swerve you with both. I don't yeah. think that Hopper's gone. I, he's not gone. We would have seen. I mean, it's been confirmed that he's coming back for season four, whether that be in like flashback episodes mm-hmm. or. So, do you else? believe yeah. the talks of four is the last? It, I think so. Wow. Um, every good but, TV show ends after four or five seasons. Yeah. And after those four or five seasons, if TV shows continue on, they just kind of get a little lackluster. Like a, The Walking Dead. A little out of, yeah. Supernatural. Even Supernatural's got American Horror Story. It's even, it's got lackluster. Yeah. Right? Season six, season six was rough. And Supernatural. Forward, yeah. Yeah. It's on its the 15th apocalypse. season. Yeah. It's ending on its 15th yeah. season. 873rd season. I feel like it's just been never ending. Yeah, it's... Um, I sound like I'm dissing it. I don't mean to. I'm just... I don't. I don't dislike Supernatural. No, no. It's just so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's, much. I've tried, but I yeah, don't. it's. I mean, it's a. I it's an undertaking. It, it is. would have to be something that you would have to do. At, in a timely manner, like at your leisure, not like, all right, this week I'm getting season one down, blah blah blah. Um, so, moving on. Um, I hope. I wish Netflix luck, though. I mean, if that brings some Nickelodeon yeah. stuff back, possibly that'll bring back things like Are You Afraid of the Dark and Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah. You know, Nick mm-hmm. at Night stuff. Nostalgia is king. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, you really people love nerdstalgia. Huh? Huh? <laughs> oh, That's you how you do you it. That's how you do it. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on. Last bit of news. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is in final talks to play Sully in an Uncharted movie. So Uncharted, based on the hit PlayStation uh, game series, Uncharted. Um, Tom Holland will be playing Nathan Drake, from what I understand, right? Yeah. <laughs> love Tom Holland, um, do you? I love him. Spoiler I alert. <laughs> I have not played one of those games. I've played all of them. Are they good? They're very good. Think like Tomb Raider, but... But Indiana Jones? And Indiana Jones to combined. Okay. If they had a child, it'd be Nathan Drake. Okay, I like so, that. But the character Sully, here's the thing. Yeah, who's Sully is like Nathan Drake's mentor. He's an older guy. Yeah. Far older than Nathan so Drake. So it'll work with Holland as Nathan Drake. I mean, yeah, I think it'll work uh, depending on what kind of story they're telling. So if this is like a prequel uh, type deal, then for sure. Because Sully is like an old dude. He's like 60 in the games. So Mark Wahlberg is clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> So it's it's gonna have to be a prequel. Okay. But I've gotta say I'm a little concerned. Even with Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland, two big name actors, people love both of those guys. Video game movies have historically not done well. Very low success. Yeah. Right? You know. I think Sonic, now that they've fixed it, I think it's gonna do okay. <laughs> that is proof that that your power of speech can change things. Yeah. I'm telling you like Saw a meme the other day that said, "My mom used to tell me that complaining about something wouldn't change the world." Well, the fans of Sonic proved that wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, normally, I'm the guy that's like, "Oh, don't complain until you see it. Give it a chance. Whatever." I agree with this one. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "That's yeah. not Sonic." <laughs> Needed to make some changes. It's like on Pixar that. doing Sonic. Well, the original like, like the original trailer dropped the same week of Detective Pikachu. 
Yeah. So comparing the two is like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like you couldn't have just, yeah. Yeah. It was like, you got Pikachu to look like Pikachu. Why can't you get Sonic to look like Sonic? Well, they did. They did. Finally. All right. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Um, so that's about it for your nerd news. You know, nerds, with Disney Plus dropping this week, I have not left the house. But I did leave for one reason and one reason only, and that was to get some dinner. You've got to eat when you're binge-watching all these classic Disney films and amazing things that Disney Plus has given to us. So where did I go? I went to Akita. Now, Akita is a family-owned restaurant where they treat you like family and feed you till you're full. Full-service portions and quality at a fast pace. They honestly believe in providing the best customer service and fast food for a reasonable price. Fresh hibachi grilled food in a matter of minutes. If you haven't tried it, I'm sure they will be able to fix something you will absolutely enjoy. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Give Akita Express a try. They are at 3100 East Morse Boulevard right here in Morristown, Tennessee. And when you stop by... Tell them 30 and nerdy sent you. And we're back. Welcome back, nerds. And welcome to a segment we like to call... Break it down! And today we're going to... Break it down! On who wore it better, Marvel or DC? DC or Marvel? Originally, this was going to be a full-on debate. We were we were going to go to the, uh, the notorious nerd court. Yes, uh, the... The nerd court, but you know we. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was a little <laughs> slow on the draw on that one. It's sound effect over here. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be added to my little intro. <laughs> Sergeant sound effect. Uh, but the we Sarge gonna... of soundboards. <laughs> yeah. So it was. Yeah, like, I mean, we had originally planned to uh, end. Um, End the November time with a uh, with another debate, another nerd court, and, and um, uh, but then we the more we started to talk about it and plan it out, we realized that we didn't have a thousand percent disagreements on everything, so we would have had to force an argument, and that wouldn't have been number one. It wouldn't have been believable, and number two, knowing this man's temper, it could have just spawned into a big fight you know ain't about that life (laughs) so um we decided to actually turn it into a game yeah uh who wore it better yeah and this is obviously based off the uh fact that there are many similarities quite a few and these are just our 10 that we have compiled marvel and dc uh comics have been rivals for decades you know Mm -hmm. well all throughout history so whether it's comics film television merchandise these titans have been duking it out for a really long Mm. time nice word titans (laughs) sometimes marvel comes out on top with things like the mcu and the movies and 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 i would i would say even the merchandise yeah uh, the the commercialism aspect but Mm -hmm. they do have disney behind them there uh and sometimes dc gets the bragging rights with things like television yes uh for sure like uh, the flash 
Absolutely. The impending crisis on Infinite Earths. That's, that's going to be yeah. unlike anything ever done before. No. <laughs> so uh, either way, there will always be the age-old debate of who is on top, Marvel or DC. Truthfully, it really depends on who you ask. After all, both sides have their fan bases from the very basic to even the most rabid of fans. I would call you a rabid fan. I would call you a rabid fan. Yep. And I would especially call Tara a rabbit. She's fan. definitely a rabbit fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Oscar Wilde once said, "Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery that mediocrity can pay to greatness." That well of ideas can always run dry, but you know what? With uh, sometimes you just need a little refill from someone else's bucket to keep yours going. With just a little change, uh, I could make Josh's work look completely different and make it work in a different way. And it might be better in Tara's eyes. It might not. Mm-hmm. So, regardless, I did draw from your idea. And most every DC character seems to have a Marvel counterpart or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether it's uh, the similarities that they have in their looks or their abilities, yeah. it could be a lot of things, yeah. right? So we've compiled a list of ten of the most similar comparisons in the Marvel DC or DC Marvel universes. Hmm. <laughs> you really are being fair. I'm trying really You're hard. You're doing good. You're doing good. I, so do, I do have love for you DC. Do. You I do. do. There's, uh, here's some of the rules. We will give a character comparison from DC and Marvel or Marvel, Marvel and DC. And DC. Uh, we will give a little breakdown of each individual character and then we will talk about our opinions on uh, things and such. And, and who wore and it better. who wore it better. So, uh, we will start with... Um, who are we starting with? We are starting with DC's Red Hood, which debuted in 2005. And Marvel's Winter Soldier, who also debuted in 2005. Mm. And I already know Tara's answer to this one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Red Hood's real name is Jason Todd. And the Winter Soldier's real name is Sergeant Bucky Barnes. Mm-hmm. The Winter Soldier debuted about a month before the Red Hood, and this one, I think it really has to be a coincidence because a month is just too soon of a time for either one of them to steal yeah. from the other. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, interesting though, these two dead sidekicks turned anti-hero were resurrected in the same year. Both characters acted as sidekicks to two of the biggest names in each company, DC's Batman and Marvel's Captain America. Yeah, but Bucky was killed off heroically in an explosion during World War II, and Red Hood, a.k.a. everyone's least favorite Robin, (laughs) poor guy, he was killed off truly by the fans. It came through everyone's favorite clown, Prince of Crime, the Joker himself. He was beaten to death by the Joker and left to die in an explosion. Yes. Arguably, though, these two were two of the lamer sidekicks. But when they were brought back, they became a thousand times cooler. They were brought back in big ways that pitted them against their former mentors. Uh, Jason Todd returned with vengeance and death on his mind, and we all know how Batman feels about killing. Bucky was turned into one of the world's greatest assassins, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Well, despite the fact that both men returned under unfortunate circumstances, they are now both heroes. Jason partially redeemed himself over time and was reimagined with Red Hood and the Outlaws, uh, DC's new 52 version. Uh, Bucky eventually came to his senses and has been a hero ever since, sometimes called the White Wolf. He has also done a brief stint as Captain America. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's your information about these two. Okay. Um, yeah, this one was tough. This is, this is tough because... 
Because I really like them both. And I am pretty much indifferent to them both. Fun fact, but Tara absolutely is in love with one of them. Yeah. Are you in love with Winter Soldier or are you in love with Sebastian Stan? I'm in love with Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, character, the character. I mean, Sebastian Stan does a really good job betraying mm-hmm. him. I give it, I give him that. But Winter Soldier's just character arc is just so good. And it's just now, like, in game. Now he's Falcon's mentor and best friend. He's passing on the torch. He's helping him. Mm. Like, how Captain America helped him. Like, it's just, he's a great character. Full circle. Full, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. So, so, Tara, who wore it better? Winter Soldier. All right. Winter Soldier. Tyler? My DC friend? Um... I would have to say Winter Soldier as well. Ooh. Really? Because as much as I love the Red Hood, I really, really, really hate Jason Todd. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I couldn't stand him as Robin. I just... Well, but it doesn't say Jason Todd. It says Red Hood. That's true. Red Hood. I'm, 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 I'd still have to go with Winter Soldier. Um, I think it's the silver arm. That, that is yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Jax from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, me too. Um, I think... I'm so torn. I really the Under the Red Hood is my favorite DC uh, animated special that yeah. they ever did. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, so I, th- I wanted to say Red Hood, but you've made a pretty good argument for Winter Soldier there, Tara. Yeah. So you know what? I think I'm gonna agree. We're all in agreement. It's going to be Winter Soldier. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So uh, shall we move on? Let's go to the next yeah. one. All right. So, DC's Green Arrow, which debuted in 1941. Uh Uh-oh. Marvel's Hawkeye, 1964. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. So, Green Arrow's real name is Oliver Queen. Hawkeye's real name is Agent Clint Barton, an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Yes, he Uh, is. Both men have big tempers. Both men have died and come back. Both men are mortal. And, of course, they use bow and arrows. Yes. Both men have been involved with heroes that are also somewhat similar, Black Widow and Black Canary. Both men had to teach themselves archery to survive from a young age. And both men have been key members to their respective teams. Clint, a.k.a. Hawkeye, has been an Avenger in most uh, to all iterations of the team. And Oliver Queen, a.k.a. the Green Arrow, has always been associated with the Justice League and Justice Society as founder or at least one of the earlier recruits. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. oh, that sounds pretty easy for me. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start. How's that? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, Hawkeye might be my least favorite Avenger. I can agree with that, yeah. yeah. Um, don't dislike him. Just no, don't overly uh, love him. No. Uh, I think that more people... No Green Arrow. Mm. The show has really yeah. brought him a long way. I agree. Um, I'm going to go with Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow. DC gets okay. this one. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I don't hate Clint Barton. I don't hate Hawkeye. But I have known and probably pretty much leaned more towards the Green Arrow side for years. Um I think Hawkeye really became more mainstream for most people when the MCU was born. Yeah. So uh, I, I think, think you can make that argument for a lot of them. Like for a even lot of if DC did it first and maybe even did it better, once the MCU started and these characters, a lot of, were yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of the these these doppelganger characters 
became mainstream before some of the DCs did. Right. Well, and I made the comment a minute ago that more people would probably know Green Arrow, but now at this point, oh yeah, more, they know more people know Hawkeye yeah. because Hawkeye was in the number one movie of all time in game. Yes. So that yep. tells you there's a, a very vast audience mm. that would mm-hmm. know. Gosh, yes, absolutely. Not everybody um, watches the CW, so ah, yeah, sadly they mm-hmm. don't. Um, but I would have to go with Green Arrow. More better, Tara. I actually have to disagree. Wow. Um, the Marvel bias is real with this one. Well, it's not... I am Marvel, but um, <laughs> there's one key aspect in the comics, Hawkeye's deaf. So... I completely forgot about that. He's he's deaf, so he... And in his debut, he was one of the first deaf superheroes. Mm-hmm. And it really just opened up a whole catalog yes. of, you know, superheroes catering to every person. Yeah. So a disability. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I hate they didn't use it in the MCU, but... Why wouldn't they? I know. Beautiful story. It is. So, I'm I'm Hawkeye. Right. Okay. So, this I is... I completely forgot about the deaf thing. But if we're... Which, which means I know more about... I know more about Oliver Queen. I didn't know. <laughs> we're keeping track, though. We all agreed that the first first pairing was... All Marvel. Was Marvel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All Marvel. Okay. And, and now on this one, you and I DC. chose yeah. DC. So DC got this one. Two, two DC. That's fine. <laughs> we'll we'll, like we'll see We'll see what happens next. It's only right. two. I think I know where this next one will go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I can. All right. <laughs> yeah. So we have, we have Marvel's Namor from 1939. And DC's Aquaman from 1941. Mm-hmm. Hmm, Marvel first. So Aquaman's real name is Arthur Curry. And Namor's real name is, well, it's just Namor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like the last two, the similarities of these two are pretty apparent. Yeah, both were uh, born to Atlantean women who fell in love with surface dwellers. Both Aquaman and Namor are considered royalty, whose people have always taken precedence over the worries of the surface world. And though they have very similar stories and powers, one difference is that Namor can fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, their love lives have been massively different. Aquaman has always had his queen in Mera, except, of course, the little affair with Wonder Woman and the Flashpoint Flash scandal. Yeah. Namor has had many wives throughout his stories, but he always carried the biggest torch for the invisible woman, Sue Storm. Uh-oh. Yep. It's true. Well, Reed don't like that. No. Both in the past have been considered somewhat not that serious of characters. However, DC's Jeff Johns has spent years making Aquaman a more serious and loved character. Namor, however, has been untouched. For the most part. Yeah. For the most part. They did just release a pop of Namor. They, they did. Which hopefully so, means they that they're leaning on. Hey, why don't we bring Namor It was Namor like the, the uh, 80th anniversary yeah. line that they did. But uh, So he's 80? Yeah. Got he was one of the originals. Yeah. They've got to bring Namor into Phase Five. I I feel like I Disney Plus Marvel might add something for him. Well, Surely. I think if I you think remember so. in Endgame, uh, oh gosh, Black there Panthers, a, a Black Panthers uh, General, uh, played by Michonne from Walking Dead. Yeah, she's what's survived. her name? What's her name? They're on the hologram talk with yeah. yeah. Widow. She yeah. talks about there's some sort something of the trench, some something trench, in the, something, something in the trenches, trenches yeah. and we're thinking maybe that was a result mm. of all the snaps and yeah. things like or that. Or it's Namor pissed off, or it's Namor fighting something or someone. That'd be cool. Because I had heard something about Namor being in the next 
Black Panther movie. Cool. He could star as a villain. Had you heard Which that? he has. I did hear He's that. He's been a villain before. Yeah. He, he has. has. Yeah. Uh, they even hinted at him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And you know, uh, he has a, a clone, a female clone called Namorita. I did know that. Yeah. She, they're both in Ultimate Alliance World. They are. Yeah. Yes. They are. You have to go to the Atlantis <laughs> world. So, why um, don't you go first on this one? Who were better? Aquaman. Interesting. I am going to go Namor. Really? Okay. Because Aquaman has always been considered pretty lame until Jason Momoa. That is true. No. Justice League Aquaman, the animated series, is when he started becoming a serious Arthur Curry King. Buff, long hair, had his hand chopped off and one part of it's a hook. That Aquaman is when he started becoming awesome. That was like 2005, 2006. Okay, that's fair. Boom. Okay. But I don't concede. I still say Namor <laughs> is cool. <laughs> it's difficult. Tara. It's difficult. Um, I'm going to go Namor. Hey! But it's because until the Justice League series, Aquaman was just kind of considered... He's like, his only power is you talking to fish. Yeah, you remember the Family Guy skit that they yeah. did? And it's like, hey, my hey, friends are going to get here in a minute. It. You're really going to regret it. that. They did that on South Park, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop that. Just stop. Um, what was it? Uh, there was a um, stand-up comedian, Frank Caliendo, does the impersonations. Remember mm-hmm. him? Yeah. He did a whole, like, Ted Knight impersonation who does the, Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, that voiceover. He did a whole joke. He's like, Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, Aquaman's making a sandwich because he can't do crap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was a joke. And, yeah. uh, and I agree with that. But I just think that... I think Aquaman is more mainstream and could quite possibly be why I leaned to Aquaman. If Namor had stayed in the limelight watching media-wise as opposed to comic book, I would probably like him better. He might show Mm -hmm. up in the next few years and I might be like, good lord, I love him. It could change change in a heartbeat. I think as far as like, uh, you know, people knowing who they are, Aquaman is going to win on that one. Oh, yeah. But I think, really, again, it's because of Jason Momoa. Because that really expanded. You know, Jason Momoa, he's not the worst-looking guy in the world, right? And so I know a lot of people who are not into the nerdy stuff like us who said, oh, I can't wait to see Aquaman. I can't wait to see Aquaman. I'm going to go see Jason Momoa. I was in that game Shirtless, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got does, that he long hair. Sh- does he wear a shirt in real life? Does I he hope own not. one? <laughs> does he own Should a we shirt? get him a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> get him a shirt that says Namor on it. <laughs> 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 right. So the score is Marvel 2, DC 1. All right. Just want to point out that you were worried about me being biased. Tara has chosen I, Marvel every time. That is very, very true. So <laughs> moving on. DC's Adam which is debuted in 1961. And Marvel's Ant-Man from 1962. Now, Adam has been several people, uh, from Ray Palmer, Al Pratt, Adam Cray, and Ryan Cho, and Rhonda Panetta. Guess what? I don't know any of those names. You know know who Ray Palmer is. Um, From The Flash and Arrow. I don't remember that. Uh, I can't remember what you ate yesterday. Ant-Man... However, has been Hank Pym and Scott Lang and Eric O'Grady. Don't know who that is. Yeah, Eric O'Grady, I'm not very familiar oh, with. Oh, great. He wasn't invited, but he he could stay, you know. 
stat. <laughs> it was that type of situation. <laughs> you weren't invited, but you could stay. Um, <laughs> there have been a couple of different incarnations of each hero over time, but the most popular of them would be Ray Palmer as Adam mm-hmm. and Hank Pym as Ant-Man. Both were created in what's known as the Silver Age of comics, where technology and science created more and more heroes. Ant-Man and Adam were some of the first to be created and used the actual science they are working on to become superheroes. Mm -hmm. Both Ray and Hank were the subjects of bad divorces. Mm -hmm. Ray's ex-wife actually became a supervillain known as Eclipso. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. And then Hank's biggest problem and mistake in his mythos was the creation of Ultron. Yes. Which... I wish they had introduced Pym and them. Instead of Scott. Instead of Scott. I wish they had... I mean, Scott could have become Ant-Man later on, but I wish they had introduced Hank before Ultron. Yeah, but I love the uh, the aspect of the MCU where it's like the early days and it's like older Hank Pym. And yeah. yeah. Like he was um, one of the first Bill heroes. Foster and all of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Tony's dad, Howard, mm-hmm. you know, the old mm-hmm. school S.H.I.E.L.D. gang. Yeah. I really and, like uh, that. Um, Peggy was in that mm-hmm. that scene. Yeah. That was good. That was good. So. Huh. Tara, I think you should go first on this one. I love them both, mm-hmm. I must say. Yeah. Adam's one of the DC characters that I hold near and dear to my heart. Um. I'm going to say Adam on this one. Wow. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. I would have to say Adam because I fell in love with Brandon Roth's portrayal of uh, Ray Palmer in the CW DC universe. Uh, Brandon Roth, who was that terrible Superman in Superman Returns. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, He got his rebirth as the Adam in... Uh, CW's DC Universe, so he has done well at that. And also in Justice League Unlimited, the Atom has some killer episodes and stuff. Uh, does some really cool things. And um, I just I just love the character of Ray Palmer more than I like Lang and Pym, to be honest. Well, I'm in the minority on this one, mm. because I like Ant-Man better. Um, and I'm actually a big fan of Scott Lang, yeah, you know, I, I, I love this. Scott. I, I love this rendition of Scott. There's, Paul Rudd is uh, someone I really enjoy too. I, if you mm. <laughs> if you go, if you go back and watch um, <laughs> something you'd like to say, Tara. Um, I just love Paul Rudd. Yeah, <laughs> tell him too. Have I'm you too. seen Living with Yourself Absolutely. on Netflix? Absolutely. Watch it. Yeah, then we'll discuss it. Um, it's Sad Rudd and Chad Rudd. Two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen a little bit about it. Uh, Once my uh, Disney Plus uh, stupor has worn off a bit, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, I I will say, while you're on Disney Plus, go watch some of the Avengers Assemble animated show. I've seen it. Um, The Scott Lang in that show, I truly disliked the way they played him, but what Rudd has done with Scott Lang and the direction MCU's taken him, I was like, okay, I like this. I like this. This is good. Um, but I still uh, would have been interested in seeing, you know, an early version of Pym as. We Ant-Man. might get that at some point. We could, we could get a flashback stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on, so DC took that one. Yep. So we are are tied right now, two with Marvel oh and two goodness. with DC. So oh let's see what goodness. happens here, and I have a good feeling about this one. 
Yeah. We've got Marvel's Vision from 1968. And DC's Red Tornado from 1968. Now, the Vision was created by Ultron in attempts to beat the Avengers. And Red Tornado was created by the villain scientist Tio Morrow in attempts to beat the Justice League. Both creations are synthetic AI that eventually turned on their creators and became heroes. Red Tornado's most popular storyline was created recently, though, when he became the head figure, uh, Justice League liaison, and Dendroid of the Young Justice crew in Season 1. And then the Vision became more popular to the mainstream in MCU's recent story of him in the Infinity Saga. He started in uh, the Age of Ultron movie, Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's about to get his own... Paul uh, Bettany. His Killing own it. Love it. show on Disney+, Plus, WandaVision. Yes. Uh, Which is apparently going to be a... Weird show. Yeah. It, did you know that it's going to be like a sitcom yeah. type thing? That's and really different, interesting. And different anthological outcomes and stuff can mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. It looks weird, like, but it, I've also heard that it could be a way that Ultron comes back in some form or fashion. I'm open to it. Yeah. Um, uh, both characters fell for and married non-android women. Red Tornado married and adopted a child with Kathleen Sutton, and Vision married and had children with Scarlet Witch. Personal opinion, though, I think you could also compare Martian Manhunter from DC to Vision and Marvel. That's I can see that, yeah. I, 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 uh, I feel that that comparison has stronger value, but this is what most people compare these two. So mm-hmm. I'll go first on this one. I just have to say Vision. Vision wears better. I'm going to agree. Yeah. Vision. I agree. Yeah. Hey, Marvel breaking the tie. Absolutely. Love it. Definitely with there because they just did not use Red Tornado in this strong a way. Um, so moving on, we have got DC's Catwoman, which debuted in 1940. And Marvel's Black Cat, 1979. <laughs> okay. To be honest, if you cannot see the amount of similarities between these two and the obvious uh, theft of the characteristic from DC, you're either biased or you're blind. Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman, and Felicia Hardy is Black Cat, are both cat burglars and actually the best in the business, are romantically involved with the title hero, Selena's with Batman and Hardy's with Spider-Man, walk the line on villainy and anti-hero, and both women have the whole cat thing going on. Meow. Black Cat creator Marv Wolfram uh, swears up and down that he did not draw from or steal Catwoman, but that he got the idea from a 1940s cartoon called Bad Luck Blackie. I don't know anything about that. But you know what? If the man says he didn't steal it, we should take his word for it. (laughs) And... we should Black also listen a, to all the criminals who said they didn't do it, right? Uh, well, and he's a comic book guy. You don't trust them? Mm-mm. Come on. No, I don't trust all of them. <laughs> and one we talk about later proves why I don't trust all of them. Uh, so, still though, uh, they can they can not be stolen from one another. They can be stolen from one another. I still have to say Catwoman. Um, you know what? I actually, I like Felicia Hardy a lot better. I'm really not a Catwoman uh, fan um, mm-hmm. much at all. Uh, and plus, we all know I'm a big Spider-Man fan. However, despite that, I have to say Catwoman definitely wore it better. She was the first. She was, yeah. 
She's she really uh, has got it going on, and uh, she's more recognizable, more popular. So I'm gonna go with Catwoman. Tara, your thoughts? Um, I love Felicia Hardy because I'm also a Spider-Man fan, but I do have to say Catwoman because of like commercialism and oh yeah. And was Halle Berry Catwoman? Sadly, is that right? She was. Then she she won a Razzie for that. She did win a Razzie for like the worst movie, but it was. I think it was movie. worst actress. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Worst actress. I mean, so we have film. to give her those props too. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Shout out to Halle Berry who at 52. Has abs. She just posted that That's, recently. Mm-hmm. On the mm-hmm. <laughs> she looks the same as she did in the Flintstones when uh-huh. 1995, whenever that movie came out. But uh, yeah, you go, girl. You go, yeah. girl. But your Catwoman movie was bad. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> she's never heard that before. Yeah. No. Come at me, sis. Uh, so moving on. Uh, DC's Green Lantern in 1940. And Marvel's Nova from 1976. There's a pattern here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Green Lantern has been a number of people as well. Though the first Lantern in the 40s was Alan Scott, the two most notable names are Hal Jordan and John Stewart. The others consist of Guy Gardner, Kyle Rayner, Jade, Sinestro, Simon Baz, and Jessica Cruz. Nova is Richard Ryder, a naturally shy person chosen by the Nova Corps, uh, Nova Corps' final dying member, Roman Day. Mm-hmm. Though both of them belong to a bigger galactic core and have near unlimited power, they differ in many ways. Green Lantern gets his power from the central power battery. And Nova gets his power from the Nova Source. The Source. Both heroes have died leading their respective core. Both men have then been resurrected as well. Hmm. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Nova. I don't know a whole lot about and Nova. And I don't know a whole lot about uh, the other Green Lanterns. My favorite Green Lantern is John Stewart. Okay. Um... I'm a Hal Jordan guy. Mainly because Jon Stewart's the one that most Justice League cartoons used. Mm. As well as movies. You're just more familiar with him. Yeah, I'm just more familiar with him. He's the the bigger Green Lantern and Young Justice, too, who talks more. Who's more, you know, uh, in the action and stuff like that. So I think he's just more mainstream of a Green Lantern to how I became a Green Lantern fan. Sure. Of course, I did not read Green Lantern comics. Yeah. Most of those readers are Hal Jordan fans. Yeah. Because it was... The first they were introduced I'm, to. I'm just honestly not really a big fan of either one. Me neither. No. You know? Me um, neither. But based on some of the things we've talked about, how recognizable is the character, um, who seems to have had more success, uh, it's got to be Green Lantern, right? I yeah. would agree. Green Lantern. And it had a uh, movie. better. Right? It had a failure. Oh, boy. Yeah, the Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> uh, before his rebirth as Deadpool. <laughs> um, <laughs> which there are plenty of Green Lantern movie jokes in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Both Deadpool movies make Green Lantern. I want a suit. Don't make it green. So are we all in agreement on that one? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So with that, it brings DC into the lead. With four and Marvel with four. three, so come on, Marvel, we gotta pick it up here, baby. Uh, I think we're about to have a tie. Uh, so, so moving forward, we've got DC's Deathstroke from 1980 and Marvel's Deadpool from 1991. Now, Deathstroke's real name is Slade Wilson. How funny, because Deadpool's real name is Wade Wilson. This has got to be the on the most on the nose copying of someone else's homework I have ever seen. They didn't even bother to change much of the name. You want to hear how the story went? Hey, please, tell me. 
Alright, so co-creators Rob Liefeld and Fabian Nasiza were working on the designs for a new assassin type they wanted to add to the new mutants. Nasiza took one look at the concepts that Liefeld had been working on and said, This is Deathstroke from Teen Titans. Liefeld had grown up a huge fan of the show and the character. Not only were they both master assassins with crazy sword and gun skills, not only do they have regenerative abilities, not only are their costumes, pardon the pun, cut from the same cloth, <laughs> but the Marvel creators themselves... That was a fake laugh. <laughs> I think it was. Not very convincing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the Marvel creators themselves admitted to realizing what they were doing. When noticing what was going on, instead of dialing it back, they took it to the next level, making the name similar as an intentional riff on Deathstroke's name. This well, was a jest. Let's, let's they did this real. a jest. Let's be real here. Who's who's really the better character? Deadpool. Deadpool. Deadpool's a better character. 100%. 100%. Maybe even... 1,000%. 10 out of 10. 2,000. I'll give you 2,000. You know what? I love you. <laughs> 3,000. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There it um, is. So we have a tie. Uh, Deadpool is huge. Uh, you can go anywhere and see people wearing Deadpool shirts. There's a really famous one uh, that I have issues. It's got Deadpool. Also the like looking through the comics. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, a Any, character who's breaking the fourth wall. And that's what, that's what wins it for me. Anybody who breaks the fourth wall. I'm a fan of breaking the fourth wall. Same. I am. So, um, and plus Ryan Reynolds. I'm telling you. Oh, Ryan Reynolds killed He's it, perfect. man. Yeah. Like, there, there, there's like this, this club of like perfectly cast superhero characters. Okay. Our um, DJs. Robert Downey Jr. falls into that category. Mm-hmm. I would be willing to say Tom Holland falls into that category. Not I, everybody. I agree, I agree with, with you. I would, I would agree with that. I certainly agree with that. He belongs in the Deadpool. And there's there's a handful of other ones. Ryan Heath Reynolds Ledger. is... I would... Yeah. Heath Ledger. Ryan Reynolds' is Deadpool is in that category. Absolutely. He is 100% the perfect choice. Nobody could have done it like him. Mm-mm. And... Um, even before these movies, though, Deadpool was still really popular. Yeah, yeah the ga- uh, the games, the comics. Um, it just I think he had a few appearances on some of the old uh, cartoons here and there. Obviously, the, yeah. not R-rated. The uh, New Mutants cartoons, the later X-Men cartoons. He popped up with his X-Force. Um, but yeah, I mean, Marvel wins this one for me. So. We we have a tie. We do have so, a tie. Yeah. Let's see what happens now. All right. Oh no. DC's The Flash <laughs> from 1940 and Marvel's Quicksilver from 1964. Like 24 years difference, Josh. Yeah. Flash. I, I have an argument here for this one though, so we'll get. There. <laughs> <laughs> Flash has been a few different people, beginning with the original Jay Garrick in the 40s. The modern renditions have been the ever-so-popular Barry Allen, his nephew Wally West, and Barry's grandson from the future, Bart Allen. Quicksilver's real name is uh, Pietro Maximoff. 
Did I say that right? Yes, Pietro. Mm-hmm. Pietro, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I spelled it wrong. Yeah. You said it right. You spelled right. it Petro. I did. I, <laughs> had, I was like, I don't think that's right. Buddy. See, I was craving some chips and chili and cheese and Petros well, uh, and orange spice sweet tea. Don't let the fine folks over at Akita know that you were craving Petros. <laughs> uh, now, both of them have super speed. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Quan. <laughs> they have super speed, enhanced strength, enhanced durability, and stamina, and can time travel, and phase through objects. Though they share the same abilities, no one has screwed a timeline, though, as much as Barry Allen. That's true. But without that, we wouldn't have had Flashpoint. Mm, So I'm still appreciative. Good job, Barry. They are similar, but at the same time, very different. Quicksilver was born a mutant as the son of Magneto, my favorite Marvel villain of all time. And uh, the brother of Scarlet Witch. Barry Allen was struck by lightning. But, spoiler alert, it doesn't work in real life. I've tried. Um, I did not get super speed. Better look next time. Yeah. Um, Quicksilver runs faster than the speed of light. Flash generates the speed force to move fast, phase, time travel, and even game electrokinesis. He can throw lightning. Yeah. Wow. Mm. And I love this stuff when the Flash races Superman. They have yeah. races yes. around the globe. And it's just... Yeah. There's a... There's an episode, I keep going back to the show, of Justice League Unlimited. Um, DC Universe allows me to watch this show constantly, where it's Flash that beats a uh, brainiac-possessed Lex Luthor by just running around the world as fast as he can. And he keeps coming back to that point where Luthor's standing, and he'll swing his fist, and each one of that will like take a part of Brainiac's armor off. So, but it ends up like killing him, going that fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, that's probably probably one of the bigger reasons that I lean on Flash is uh, I don't know much as much about Pietro as the version we have in the MCU that you know died in this movie. Well, I do know a little should... bit. Um, from some of the X-Men movies. Yeah, uh, Future Past. Yes, Future Past. Uh, that Quicksilver, though, is more of the Quicksilver I know than the MCU Quicksilver. And that Quicksilver, I thoroughly enjoy. Me too. I um, love Evan Peters. Evan Peters. He, he does a great job. Could could do almost any. He could do a movie about cutting onions, and I think he would be fantastic if he played the guy cutting the onions and the onion itself (laughs) and the knife and the knife and the cutting board i would be thoroughly enjoying oscar it's like the room but evan peters cutting an onion (laughs) (laughs) um but i have to lean on flash i have to say i think flash wore it better well you know um quick so it depends on how you look at it i think just just like any of them flash is probably more recognizable Mm. um Flash has a great TV show. Mm-hmm. Grant Gustin is the Flash. Mm-hmm. He's great. Great guy. I love him. Quicksilver has had his moments too, though. You know, yeah. I think he stole the show in the uh, Fox X Men movies. Yes, he did. The Future Past with his little slow motion scene, and they play the music and everything. That was killer. That was like. What was the first one? Time in a bottle. Time in a bottle. Time in a bottle. The second one was in the Pentagon, and then yeah. the second one was. Uh, Sweet dreams are made when he yeah. saves the people in the exploding. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't given enough moments in uh, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, which 
We like to pretend like that one. We didn't don't talk about Doctor. <laughs> I n- no, no, we don't talk about it. Must not be named. <laughs> the Voldemort of cinema. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I love Magneto, so his connection to Magneto gives him some points for me. We did not get enough of him in the MCU. That is he'll, true. He'll be returning in something, maybe one of the shows on I'm Disney+. I'm thinking Plus. WandaVision. I think WandaVision. If not WandaVision, uh, I could oh, see. Because she's also in uh, Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange That's true. She is in it. So I wonder if somehow, hmm, Multiverse, maybe she runs into another. Well, also in Endgame, when they took back the Infinity Stones... Maybe something happened. That we didn't see. Yeah, we didn't uh, see. Because uh, if Cap can go back in time and change his timeline or whatever. There are a lot of people who could change their timeline. There's a lot of people that, that... Especially Scott. That opens up... Scott could mess a lot of things up with that power. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think that he really enjoyed the time travel thing. No, he didn't. he got turned no. into a baby and an old man and everything. <laughs> yeah. And he also learned that time travel rules apparently suck. Yeah. <laughs> they Someone are lies. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was me. There's a whole conspiracy about, like, if they go back in time, could they save, like, you know, uh, Quicksilver? If they can save... Lord, they can save Black, everybody. Black Widow, like... Can they bring them back? I don't think that they can bring Black Widow back. I think that it has to be yeah. some soul think, has got no, to be in the I place there. No, but I think there. they can go back and get, to get her. But I think her. that that would yeah. create some sort of big tear. Multiverse yeah. of madness. Multiverse of madness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't think that Black Widow should. I think Black Widow coming back would be okay with me as opposed to Tony coming back. I, if yeah, Tony yeah. had come back, Tony then I'd be, be like, oh, it's I cried for nothing. I don't want to cheat. You know, him. I don't want to exactly. cheat him to death. You know, every um, time. Back. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but your vote. I don't know, Tara. I'm 100% Quicksilver. Um, I do thoroughly enjoy the Flash. I mm-hmm. I love the Flash. I actually met Teddy Sears, who's in the Flash at Comic Con this past year. Um, super, super, super sweet guy. But um, Teddy plays um, Wally. Yes. Wally West. Yes. Also. Very talented singer. Hmm. Yeah, he, he is. And he was also in American Horror Story season one. No, no. Yeah. He was one of the um, previous owners of the murder house oh with the leather God. suit. Oh he my. was the guy that was emailing Jungle Jim. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Is murder house season one? Yes. Um, oh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Quicksilver, aside from the MCU, I'm pretty sure he's coming back. Actually, oh, yeah. I, I put money on that. He's coming back. Um, I thoroughly enjoy. He wasn't e- given enough. Yeah. X-Men, the X-Men franchise. I have, I must say, I have more pop figures of the Quicksilver than the Flash. So really? I'm going to. I do. So I'm going Quicksilver on this. I can't say that because I have a Flash pop. I don't I don't have a Quicksilver pop. Um, actually, I have two Flash pops. I've got the Jim Lee uh, thing, too. But you know what? I'm going to pull for the home team here. I'm going to go Quicksilver. Most people will disagree with this. I, think. I know. I think maybe yeah. we're being biased. But you know what? We can do what we want. <laughs> I think you're playing the long game here. Uh, you know, you can't prove that. Yeah. Okay. That brings us to <laughs> okay. our 10th and final pairing. <laughs> I wish you both luck on this one. <laughs> if you want to cause some uproar, you go right ahead. DC's Batman, which 
Debuted in 1939. And on the other side, we have Marvel's Moon Knight from 1975. Batman's real name is Bruce Wayne. Moon Knight's real name is Mark Spector. And Mark Spector is no carbon copy of Bruce Wayne, I might add. Some would argue that Tony Stark is closer, but you cannot deny Moon Knight's similarities to the Dark Knight. I will I will concede to that. Bruce Wayne, his car... I would say is more like Tony Stark. Tony Stark's more like Bruce Wayne. But at the same time, Tony Stark and Bruce Wayne are very different also. I don't think Bruce Wayne has got the ego that Tony has. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, no, I think... Uh, but the billionaire... Like on camera for appearances, Bruce Wayne does. But like yeah. deep down, real mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne does not. Yeah. Also, Especially Lego Batman Bruce doesn't. Wayne has the same ego. Just That's that true. Will Arnett. Lego Bruce Lego Wayne. Bruce Wayne. You didn't see the Lego Batman movie? Yes, you did. <laughs> you didn't? No. How dare you? That, is that the one that Arnett voices? Yes. That's the one with Zach Galifianakis as Joker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. son. No, I The haven't. cinematography. Yeah. Really? Yeah. My favorite part of that was when it showed, like, all the different Batmans through the years. Yeah. Like, you'll see. Yeah. You'll it's see. the finest cinema. It's hilarious. <laughs> I still like the Lego movie better than Lego Batman. I like I Lego Batman. did see Lego movie. That's the one with Will Ferrell in it. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Pratt. Yes. Chris Pratt. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. So, uh, moving on. Uh, both men are driven by vengeance. Both men have accumulated wealth that helps them fight the evil. They both rely on skill, smarts, gadgets, and have no superhuman abilities to speak of. Although their alter egos are obvious parallels, the men are not too different under the disguises either. Both Bruce and Mark are the masks, while Batman and Moon Knight are who the guys really are. Bruce Wayne is a genius, but also kind of crazy. This has been a subject of debate for years, and actually debated on by psychologists. Uh, Mark Spector is basically the broken psyche taken one step further, with him slowly descending into actual madness. All right. Obviously, you know I'm going to go with Cape Crusader. Batman worked better. I think his story arcs, um, there's a reason that he is uh, remembered. I think that even the people who have tried to delve into Moon Knight don't last with Moon Knight because it's not as compelling. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, of course, it could be the failure of the people who created Moon Knight, the failure of how Moon Knight was marketed, commercialized, however. Um, maybe Moon Knight show or will, you know, help it well, out. The people but. who know and love Moon Knight, like, really, really love Moon Knight. Yeah. So he does have, like, a little cult following. He does. He does, know. yeah. Um, I would also make the argument that even if you want to say that Moon Knight was stolen from Batman... There's a Batman character who's a lot like Moon Knight, Azrael. He reminds me a lot uh, of Moon Knight. Of the, the clan of Dumas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, yes. Absolutely. So, depends on how you want to look at it. But uh, you've cast your vote for Batman. Azrael's crazy, I, too. I, I, can't, I can't take it away from Batman, so I have to say Batman on this one. I'm trying to think of an argument, but I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, Batman, iconic character. Icon. Iconic movies, iconic TV shows. Iconic villains. Iconic villains. Iconic story. Best iconic. villains in the DC universe. Absolutely. That is true, yes. Um, 
I would even venture to say some of the best villains in comic book history. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not just going on bias of the Joker. I mean, I love Mad Hatter. The Riddler. The Riddler. The Penguin. The Penguin. Even yeah. Clayface. Like, I love some of the stuff Clayface, like they do mm-hmm. with Clayface. Yeah. Um, Two-Face. Uh, I the, just whole, the whole group. The his whole, whole rogues gallery. Harley Quinn. Oh, yes. Yeah. I do love Harley. Yeah. So, so those are our ten. Um, and uh, final score. Yeah, what's the final score? Final score is five to five. Oh, Hi. Oh, so, I don't know what, what to do in this instance. Flip a coin? We could, no, we're not flipping a coin. You leave that up to chance. <laughs> um... <laughs> We could maybe in season two, which is right around the corner, do a who's still wearing it better. <laughs> you never know with us. <laughs> we could do it in seasons. This is winter. <laughs> Who wore it better? Spring. <laughs> the spring edition. Um, or we could call it uh, Walking the Catwalk with DC and Marvel. <laughs> Big ten different ones. Project Runway. Project Run... Nerdway. Project yeah, Project Runway, DC, Marvel. Could. Hey, whatever. <laughs> or vote. Something like that. What do you think? People could vote? Yeah. People could vote. Yeah. People could vote. I Facebook think polls? We're going to get trashed. Tara and I are going to get trashed for choosing Quicksilver over the Flash. I, I mean, think there yeah. was some extreme bias in those eyes. You cannot I'm prove sitting that. sitting beside you. You and cannot you looked prove at the score that. You cannot like, prove that. I <laughs> you, I, I, I don't doubt. Quicksilver, definitely for you. I don't doubt that, but you, you were you probably went. That's fair. This would make them tie. It's a better outcome than DC winning. Come on, I would you never are, do something. Yeah, like that. you would never do anything like that in a million years. You're so clean cut, Marvel man. So we'll let the people decide. Yeah. You can hit us up. Tell us who should who should have won in this yeah. little. Uh, Did JD have bias? Did JD. No, now that's not what they're No, 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 no. His no, email no, is no, no, no. at. <laughs> no, 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 no. The question is who wore it better? The DC heroes or the Marvel heroes overall? We had a tie. Okay. You all break the tie. You, you tell us it. who wore it better. Absolutely. I'll agree to that. I will concede to that. Uh, so those are our 10. There could be some out there. I mean, like we've said, there's, there's a copious amount of people who are similar. Yeah. That's even true. some that you could even go back to, like Blue Beetle and Tony and Iron Man, Iron Man and Steel, Iron Man and Batman. Like there are so many different uh, groups that you could kind of find similarities in. You could even do whole groups: X Men and Doom Patrol, Justice League and Avengers. I mean, Marvel won both of those, so we yeah. can go ahead and do that one if you want. I would you agree didn't mention Marvel. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad Marvel and still wins though. Yeah. <laughs> Compare it to anything. <laughs> Suicide Squad and the Brotherhood. Brotherhood would win. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. But hey, we can still do that if you want. No. And we can also have like who who wore it better too, the villains version. Oh that's Ooh, true. Dark Side and Thanos. Yeah. So mm. we'll 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 ponder on that a little we'll ponder. bit. Ponder. There will be pondering going on. Um so um next week. Next week, I'm looking forward to it. Next week, we're going to have Stream Wars 
two. There's no better time to have a discussion like this than right after Disney Plus's release. We had Stream Wars 1 several months ago. It was, when it was just news. Yeah, it, it was a pretty successful, mm-hmm. uh, popular yeah. episode that we had. Yeah. Uh, lots of people who aren't as into the nerdy stuff but still you know, are into yeah. streaming and all that. They yeah. took a lot of interest into it. This is so, the wave of the future. Exactly. And we will have lots of great things to discuss, lots of information for you. Absolutely. And, uh, Please send in thoughts, questions. Um, if you listen to this, and I really have a feeling that this could possibly, we haven't had one in so long, but when he listens to this episode, we may get a rant. Oh, no, he's going to either rant to me for not siding with this, or rant to you for not siding with this, or he might even be like, Who's Tara? I should be on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can see the text messages now. Bro, you picked Quicksilver over the Quicksilver. Flash. That's obvious bias. Yeah. Which, you know. You can't prove it. <laughs> um, so, please send in the, those questions and thoughts. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Without you, we could not have have the time of our lives doing this. Also, make sure that uh, you check out Bueller's Day Off podcast. That's a play on Bueller. 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 His name's Patrick Bueller, uh, and that will drop tomorrow. Yep, uh, great guy. Which means it'll already be out by the time you hear this. Yeah, and also be looking for our Mandalorian uh, Monday, where we're going to talk about the new Mandalorian show. You can definitely get your fix on, on, uh, on that. And we're going to talk about episodes one and two on the first one, which mm-hmm. should probably be out by the time you hear this. Absolutely. And from that point on... It will only be available for Patreon Exclusive to the Patreon Absolutely. People. Tara, thank you so much. Tenacious for Tara. Thank Tenacious you so much for having me. Tenacious T. Tenacious T. Mm-hmm. And the pick of... Nerdity. 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 <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll work on that. So anytime someone joins us, we give them gifts. So oh you get boy. A, it's tradition. You get tradition. Oh cool. You get a trucker hat. You get a very exclusive. No one else gets these shirts. It says cheers to you on the back. Thirty and nerdy on the front. And also, we hope you will put this on your vehicle. I definitely will. Yes. Show all the people in Savannah. Yes. Yeah. Make um, sure all the SCAD people are, uh, you know. Tuning in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, maybe this will even uh, get some new listeners because they like Tara more than us. Who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> I, do. I like Tara more than I like me. So, <laughs> um, thanks again for joining us. This was fun. And you're always welcome back to the fortress. So, uh, I think that's all we got. And uh, with that, we will catch you nerds later. But, you know, we... uh, Yeah. Sorry, I was a little slow on the draw on that one. Sergeant sound effect over here. You've been listening to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. With your hosts, Tyler McDaniel and Josh Davis. Brought to you by Encore Theatrical Company, Akiva Express, Creative Theater, and Advertising Expressions. Find us, follow us, and like us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Visit our website, 30andnerdypodcast.com. Got something to tell us? Drop us an email, 30andnerdypod at gmail.com. Until next time, cheers to you, nerds. Nerds.